We all know that it is never too late to learn something new. And we have heard the story of the 90-year-old woman who just got her high school diploma. But did you know that there is a growing trend of seniors, we're talking people 55 and older, going back to college? And perhaps the most interesting part of this is that many are literally moving back on campus. Today, we will explore why and how some retirees are going back to school. What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Next to me is Tony Shore. He is the co-host today and only today because I already see in his eyes he's going to turn this very important conversation into a Rodney Dangerfield trivia contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that the theme of our show, going back to school uh, as, as an older person? Yes. In fact, that is the topic of today's show, and um, I have some interesting thoughts on it, but I want to get this whole Rodney Dangerfield out of the way because I know you're yeah. not going to... You're like a kid in a candy store here. I'm not going to let it go because <laughs> what you just described is the plot of a Rodney Dangerfield movie, a classic comedy, Back to School. Mm-hmm. Right? That was in, I had to look it up, that was in 1986 that movie came out. Do you know how wow. old Rodney Dangerfield was when he filmed it? Ooh, I am going to guess uh, 55? 65. He was older than I thought. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know his real name? Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> Don't look it up. I, what are you doing? I'm not. I'm not looking it up. It was Jack something. Jack Roy. Jack Roy. But he. Was, I would have never gotten that last name. Born, but I do remember his real name was Jack. He was born Jacob Rodney Cohen. <clears throat> Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. We I get- see why he ta- changed it to Rodney Dangerfield. Jacob Rodney Cohen. There you go. Wow. Yeah, he was born in 1921. So, so we got that out of the way. You, you feel like you got the, you, you want to throw a self-deprecating one-liner out at us now? Uh, <laughs> oh, the catchphrase. <laughs> Do you want to say the catchphrase, Tony? Uh, what was the catchphrase oh, please. in that? <laughs> I get no respect. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I get no respect, I tell you. He also said that he says that all the time, and that was Caddyshack, too. Yep. Yeah, Rodney Dangerfield's catchphrase. Yeah, that was great. So he went back to school because he wanted to, his son was going to drop out. So he went back into, or was it his grandson? I don't remember, though. It's been so long since I saw that movie. It was his son. Yeah, so he's like, oh, he's going to drop out. Let me go and show him a good time. And he, he wound up getting involved heavily in the school, and everyone liked him, right? Yep. So is that what's happening now? Have you heard this trend? <laughs> well, I, I have not heard about this trend. I mean, I haven't heard about this since the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Have we mentioned that yet? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, let's talk about the movie for a minute longer at least. Uh, <laughs> you all know it's one of Rod Robert Downey Jr.'s first roles. Is that right? 
Yeah, he was he co-starred in it. Mm. Sally Kellerman, Robert Downey Jr., Sam Kennison was in it. Wow. Ned Beatty, Kurt Vonnegut played himself. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about uh, some A-list people. Sally Kellerman. Hey, didn't we do Kurt Vonnegut? We did a we did a uh, whole show on his little poem. Yep. Right. Vonnegut had some good good poems. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I I saw in a headline on um, Fox Business News titled "Retirees Heading Back to College?" Question mark The rise of senior living communities on campus, and I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, what? That doesn't sound. I, I is it really a trend? Though? Absolutely. I started looking into it. I found articles on CNBC, US USA Today. Um, there's a ton of articles on it, and I want to talk about it because it's really kind of cool. So the trend is, I mean, we talked about, like I mentioned in the intro, you could you could go back to school, right? People, people understand that. It's never too late to learn something. But this is taking it a step further. What's happening is they, the colleges and universities are creating curriculum, and they're opening the campus for specifically for senior citizens and we're talking um a lot of times it's 55 and up and the courses are designed for them as well and people are taking taking to it and they're going back to school and a lot of them are taking these classes and a lot of it's locally so for instance there's this group called the osher lifelong learning institute they're all over the place all different states i was looking in Bismarck, South Dakota, uh, or is that North Dakota? But I just, I was just in Dakota, you know, um, and, uh, South right. Dakota. Um, Asheville, North Carolina, they have, um, huge campus f- designed or a huge, bu- a bunch of classes designed specifically for retirees to come and take. And I find it fascinating. I looked, I saw Penn state, Colorado state, Boston university, Georgetown university, and the best part about it, besides the fact that, you know, the, the classes are more engaging for these seniors, is that it's mostly free, if not really cheap. So it's not like you're taking a student loan out to go back to school. Right. I think Rodney yep. Dangerfield, they wouldn't let him in until he actually donated a building or something like that. Right. Yeah, he had to donate a building. <laughs> that was also That's in... In the Billy Madison movie, right? That's when his father That's sent true. him back to elementary. That was elementary school, though. Yeah, he had to go way back. Right. but That was a sad case right there, Billy Madison. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's happening is that the, the, the colleges are realizing that there's a demand because age 65 isn't what it used to be. And so there's, That's true. it's not unreasonable to for you to go and learn something at 65 and apply it to the real world and actually stick around for a while to do something with it. So I find it fascinating. What, what's your initial take on the concept? Um, I, yeah, I'm very interested in it and you know, I should, uh, I'm acting surprised, but to be honest, it wasn't that many years ago. I went back and got an associate's degree in, in marketing and internet marketing. See? And I did it because it was free. I did online courses because I didn't have to go to campus. So uh, my wife uh, was the career services director for uh, a school, uh, uh, a small business school. 
and I just took uh, two years of classes and got an associate's. See, this this so cost me nothing because the books were online as well. Well, see, now here's the interesting part about this, Tony. What I'm finding from all these articles I'm reading is that this is not being done remotely or uh, online. The, what That's I'm what surprises about, me. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, for, for a senior to move on to campus and go back to college is odd to me. And I thought so at first. Um, that was my initial take was I was thinking of Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, immediately I'm like, right. oh, you know, <laughs> seeing, you know, but what's happening is there's a lot of them doing it and it's part of the college or university strategic plan, which I find fascinating. And the reason why people are doing this and, and when they interview the, the different seniors in these articles, and I could put links to the different articles, um, in the show notes. So people, if they want to read these, but you could just look them up is the, the first one is they want to ins- stay engaged mentally. So they want to learn things, not necessarily to apply it in a new career, but more so to just learn stuff and, and stay active mentally, stay sharp. Because we yeah, know that. And I that, think that's good. We, we know, I mean, I think right. it's a good thing overall, but I, I am surprised by it still. Well, we know that dementia is an issue and there's tons of different types of, of mental disease that affects us. And we also know, well, I don't know if it's scientifically proven yet, but if you stay mentally active, it'll increase your chances that you won't have the debilitating diseases, right? So staying sharp, if you use it, you know, it's going to stay, stay, you know, your brain's going to grow. Um, but what I found, and this is how, you know, when we both think about it, wow, you know, seniors living on campus, the bigger impact is the social impact that the, um, that these seniors are having the networking that goes on and just the social interaction. We've done shows on how the key to happiness isn't money. It's more about the lifelong friendships or relationships you create. And what better way to connect with people than to live on college campus with them? I mean, some of my closest, my closest friends are from college. The relationships we got growing up together in college and those bonds are everlasting. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, listen to this. It's like, yeah, that's a big part of it is a bonding with like-minded people your age. And you'd think, well, you're not going to go back to college to do that. Uh, But let me, let me just uh, give you this information. I I, I found about Arizona state. Yes. and, And I'm sure this is part of the article. Yes. They are adding a dorm building to their campus for senior residents, a brand new, huge building. And it's scheduled to open in 2020. It has 252 independent living apartments and 52 healthcare units. And you have to be at least 62 to live there. And 90% of the units have been sold. And you know how much they go for? I, I saw that article. Um, now, you got to keep in mind. It's a lot of money. It is. Oh, oh, a single unit costs $378,000. If you want a right. two-bedroom penthouse, it's eight hundred and ten thousand. Now, yeah, and there is a monthly fee, uh, which ranges from four grand to five fifty-five hundred. Mm-hmm. So four thousand, anywhere from four thousand dollars to fifty-five hundred dollars uh, for two people living in a penthouse suite. Does that sound outrageous? That's outrageous. No, it's not. Here's why. Think about the alternative. 
you're you're a single say you're a single person at 65 years old you don't have a, a family nearby um paying 378,000 for a single bedroom unit is equivalent to a small house right yeah but that's a buy-in fee right and if you die 85 percent of that is returned to your family that's crazy so it's that's not a good thing right so it's not so you you don't own the property but you kind of do you know what i'm saying like they'll refund money but i think that 4200 to 5500 dollar a month fee is what is wow that's a lot but that's an assisted living facility fee yeah yeah that's what they are they're about 6 grand a month so you you just and instead of living in an assisted living facility that we traditionally think of this is living on a college campus which could be much more dynamic and exciting for the right person yeah and the fact yeah, that I mean, 90% had, are sold obviously there's a demand yeah yeah and then Vanderbilt University has a lifelong learning institute and they did a study they've been involved in this and uh, they said that uh, people they talked to and the and the studies they did showed people were depressed but then they started to come to classes and get involved and made new friends and it's made all the difference in the world in their lives just turn their lives around and that's gave them a purpose that's it that's why they're doing it it's not necessarily to learn i mean i think the learning is kind of the 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 entry to it you know oh let's learn something new but i really think that why these are popular is because of the the social interaction that they're getting that's what i think is really driving this yeah and it's huge i guess i mean northwestern's program uh it went from 800 members in 2011 and it's climbed to almost 1500 senior members at northwestern university and even bismarck state college in north dakota they have 150 members which for north dakota that's huge and i didn't even know there were 150 people in north dakota <laughs> yeah listen to you just because you come oh, from, a little dig on north dakota right it's, right it's so right. easy mr minnesota like that's that far yeah. away you <laughs> minnesota's huge you know that. um <laughs> but, but think about I, I read an article on cnbc about this and you remember the guy from uh dunkin donuts commercials time to make the donuts Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. His wife goes to one of these, um, I think oh, it's the really? Osher Lifelong Learning. They interviewed her, and she said, um, I think this was an article from last year, she said, you know, my husband, the time to make the donuts guy, he died 10 years ago, and we were married for 49 years, and that was my social network, and when he died, I was kind of, what do I do? And then she wound up going to one of these um, college atmospheres designed for seniors and she's just totally rejuvenated her life because she's met like-minded people and and so that's what it's all about and it doesn't necessarily have to be on college campus you could do it anywhere but i found it fascinating that it's on college campuses yeah well and and uh, let's look at the that is fascinating the part about you know i know that people you know 40 plus have been going back to uh you know supplement their education or le learn a new uh trade or skill or uh, update uh, their their skill level for a new job or a different career path, but uh, that's mainly online because colleges are set up for youth. Uh, I had no idea this was going on behind the scenes until you told me about it. Uh, to be honest, to research for the show, 
And I had no idea that the on-campus living thing was so huge. I mean, Arizona State's a big school, and that assisted, they're building assisted living facilities on campus. That is um, really unbelievable to me. It came as a surprise. And uh, cost is another thing, though, but cost of the actual education, boy, if you Google this, uh, I mean, there's so many ways to get it for free for or free, super right. cheap. Yeah, 50 uh, as bucks far as the schooling, not the living. The campus living is expensive. Assisted living anywhere is expensive. But the cost of going to school, which is so expensive for students, uh, for seniors there, so like AARP members can get free schooling, um, you know. Uh, if you're a veteran, uh, there are so many ways uh, to get the schooling for free. Some people, some schools are offering free classes for seniors. Right. And I, I think it was like Boston University is like $25 for class. That's nothing. That's nothing. Um, now, what's in it for the colleges? Because we know that college costs are outrageous. So how can they offer it free to seniors? What's the, what, you know, what's going on here? That's, well, Arizona State, I know how they're going to make money. Well, with the housing, right? The ho- that assisted living center they built on campus, those things are popping up all over, and they fill up instantly, and they're just that's just like a, it's a license to print money, honestly. Totally, but it's the ones that don't have the. But let's talk about that a little bit more. Even if they they didn't make money off of it, they are benefiting in other ways. Now, if you have a bunch right. of seniors living on campus, they're going to be spending money on campus. Yes, they're going to be are. supporting the local economy like micro economy of campus, they're going to increase the enrollment numbers, which is always good for funding, right? They're going to buy the sweatshirts with the school Mm -hmm. logo on it. They're going to promote the school. They're going to go to the, some of the football games. They're Mm going to, yeah, they're going to increase attendance to events. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's all across the board. And you can't discount the fact that when you have a senior or someone that's more mature in a class with you, now, I'm not saying that they're going to integrate the classes, which they very well might. But if there is some integration, there's going to be some learning and mentoring passed on to the younger students. I think yeah, kids definitely. will take it more seriously if you have a, a 60-year-old person in the classroom learning. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, you know, there's a perspective I haven't heard of, you know. Although I don't know if kids would want their grandparents on campus with them. <laughs> well, yeah, relatives. That's a whole different problem. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah. I mean, we're not really talking like a 65-year-old is going to be at the the college dorm room partying with or an 80-year-old, you know. But maybe, you know, I, I think. You never know. Right? The villages in Florida here is is a big college oh. campus if you think about it. So Yeah, I've heard about the villages. They get kind of wild. You know, I think maybe it won't be too long before uh, Florida State University or some college here in Florida opens up a campus in the villages. I mean. It's not that far off. Be, think about all the unused. Well, that's 520- a good point. That's actually a good idea. Ooh, you want to do a, it? Some university needs to get in there and open up a, a village's campus. Right, and you think about all the five twenty nine plans that grandparents buy for their grandkids, and then they're like, "Gosh darn it, I don't want this kid. You know, they didn't use it, or I want to use it on myself." Hey, you could use a five twenty nine plan that you bought for your grandkids on yourself. Yeah, you could you transfer can. it, right? Yep. <laughs> so I think. Um, so there is some financial benefit to the universities and colleges. So they're not doing this at the goodness of their heart. But I do think that this is something that is going to grow as a trend. I Because I really think that 65 is no longer the 65 it used to be. No, that's true. People and are so, living longer. And right. More and more people are healthier at 65. And people want to stay active. 
and they don't want to just sit around and do nothing. They get bored when they retire. I've seen hey, it firsthand. Right. Oh, wait. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> People don't want to sit around. Right. Good. There are some that don't. And <laughs> and going to a college campus sounds like a great idea. I mean, think yeah, about actually, it. Yeah, actually, I can see that. I, I mean, it's still a little surprising to me, and, and it seems like, oh, this isn't really a thing. But I'll tell you what, you start Googling, and it's just like, oh, this is a thing. It's everywhere. I right? mean, the list of campuses that are building senior housing and living is like, and prominent, not just, this isn't just community ed stuff. This is major universities offering real classes. Right, right. This is no joke. And I think, I, and I don't have any, I do not have any clients that are retiring and saying, hey, can you help me plan for this? But I would love it. I would love for someone to call me up and say, hey, Dan, I'm thinking about retiring and moving to college campus at this, you know, university, Arizona State or whatever, right, and Tempe. Uh, that would be great project for me i would that wouldn't it be fun to i mean yeah, that I, facility looks amazing too by the way if i'm the getting excited about it can yeah. you imagine how excited they must be to be moving there i think it's great yeah yeah 90 percent full already it hasn't been built yet but the renderings uh look you know wow it looks like the taj mahal you know mm-hmm. so uh wow well this is an interesting topic and i know that uh, one of the main purposes here is there are options and there are a lot of uh, free or almost free or inexpensive uh, college education options for seniors that I wasn't aware of. And boy, you, you can go down a rabbit hole if you just go on the Internet and Google, you know, uh, senior, you know, seniors, university, you know, universities for seniors. And it, it is just uh, there's a lot of stuff there. That's right. And. You know, my job as a retirement planner is to help people retire comfortably, successfully, increasing income, decreasing stress. But one of the things that I find is that certain group of people that retire, they get bored quickly. They really do. This yeah. is a great alternative to that. Time to look into it. If you're sitting there saying, hey, I kind of liked school. I like learning and um, I do want to retire. This might be an al al alternative to going to the golf course. No offense to the golfers out there. Yeah. But you can only golf yeah. so much. This might be something new. Maybe you could yeah, join the golf team, <laughs> get an NCAA scholarship. I wonder if there's an age limit on that. <laughs> I wonder if, yeah, athletic scholarships. Boy, if you're a great golfer and you're a senior, you might get on the college get golf get redshirted. <laughs> this is fantastic. We got to look into that. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you know, and Arizona State's new motto for their campus is going to be a defibrillator in every classroom. Oh, now you know, don't you? No. <laughs> no, I mean, just they're, they're equipping it for seniors. That's all I'm saying. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, right. it, it adds a whole new definition to being a senior on campus. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, what are you, are you a senior? With a capital S? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that question's going to have to be revamped a little bit. Right. Uh, wow. Well, great topic today. Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Maybe they can uh, look at their retirement plan and have you help them come up with the, the financial uh, answer to whether they can do that or not. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to put this, uh, this audio podcast that you're listening to right now, I'm going to put it on YouTube as well, and I'll put some show notes underneath it. So if you want to look at some of the articles that we were referencing that Tony and I uh, were referencing, that's going to be up there for you. But the easiest way to find this and give me a call is use this phone number, 888-508-5935, or go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com, and you can link to this and many other shows we've done. Tony, 
Thanks for listening, and thanks for joining me, and thanks for not making this all about Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) Back to school. It's a great movie. Watch it. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or something.